The World Cup, on off the ball, covering the good, the bad, and, well, the ugly of what's happening in Qatar. Neymar can push the ball between your legs because he just sees things. Subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast feed now. OTB AM, with Gillette, in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mode. We had the very sad news uh, that came in yesterday um, that the, the former GA president and Monaghan manager Sean McCaig had passed away at the age of 77. Uh, beloved, uh, I know he was much loved, husband of Bernie uh, and his, uh, his daughters as well, Paula, Nula, Martha, Frida and Emma. Plenty of um, uh, sons-in-law, grandchildren as well. So really, really sad day for the GA. Um, and um, we have on the line now to, to pay tribute to, to Sean's life and career uh, the former Monaghan player and uh, legend as well Eugene Newdy Hughes and the uh, the Scotstown manager and uh, a nephew of Sean's David McCaig. Morning, lads. How are things? Morning, Shane. David. Thanks. Thanks very much for joining us, lads. Uh, and and look, uh, first off, condolences to both of you. Of course, this is a uh, uh, yesterday was a sad day for for the GA for Monaghan GA in general. Um, David, I know it, it must be so tough for for yourself and the family to process this. Um, I know Sean's had an illness for the last number of years, but um, a really sad day, and it's it's kind of inspiring to see some of the the stories being shared about him since he's passed away as well. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose that's the overriding emotion, uh, Shane, is sadness, but but one of pride as well. Um, when we we see the impact that he had on so many lives and so many people, um, I think you know, one of the words that have been used mostly around Sean over the last few days has been leader and the leadership qualities that he that he possessed and. I know there's a, there's a huge industry developing around leadership coaching and leadership modelling uh, over the last few years. I suppose I've been lucky on reflection in, in my time knowing Sean that I suppose I've got a live lesson in, in leadership and, and modelling leadership values um, you know, through his vision, his inspiration, but most of all, I suppose, his, his value of people. And I think that's something that you know, the, the, the warmth that he, that he showed towards other people and the influence that he, that, that, that he weighed on those people and always positive influence. Um, and I suppose how he made them feel was, was, was how he communicated that influence and again that, that that's something that, that's that's come to, to like not only the last few days but the last few years reflected on, on his influence on us as a as a family and as us as a community in Scotland GA Club and in Monaghan the Monaghan GA circus but also nationally as well and that just that warmth of, of personality that that gravitas that he had that attracted people to him and then once you were attracted into Sean's presence he could elevate you to to, to a sense of uh, and a feeling and um, that, that 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 really you know was lifted you and um, that, that, that was a, a real personal quality of his that I, I haven't seen in too many others the, the, it, just reading there the tributes today David it was like um, you know to be a good man manager there's no manual like it's not like because if it's contrived you'll, you'll be you'll be able to see through that like what were the qualities that made him such a a natural I guess man manager and a, a natural inspiration to everyone yeah, I suppose first of all it was his genuineness. He had a genuine interest in people, um, and and that that you know that was evident in all his interactions with people. Um, actually, you know, Johnny, you mentioned you know man management, uh, and maybe Nudie might speak to this, but there's, an, there's a huge investment in sports psychology at the moment. Mm. Um, and it's, Nudie started it back in back in the seventies, and I know their own team here in Scotland in seventy four was a breakthrough championship. But Sean was the manager, but he's also the sports psychologist, and I say that that. I suppose that ability to elevate other people and give them a sense of their own self-esteem and their own self-worth, uh, and that transcended into into their performance in the field. And again, I, I had a brief taste of myself. He took over a very unfancied Scotland team in 2004. That was posted his time as GA president. That was again his humility as well to go back to the coalface and uh, take on, as like I said, an unfancied senior team. And Blaney, that was Nudie's club, were sort of the kingpins at the time. I remember we beat Blaney in the championship. And again, for me as a young player, this was something I could only really dream of. Um, but Sean, I suppose you dealt in this is inspiration 
and he had that vision and belief and genuine belief that, that this unfancied Scotland team could take on the, the likes of Castledaney at that time. And I think that was the psychology that he used us as young men at that time uh, was, I say, a lesson in, in motivation and a lesson in leadership. So his man management skills went down to that, that genuine belief in people and in their qualities and um, a sense of place as well. Like Sean managed Scott's turn, he managed Monaghan. He had no real ambition to, to manage a, a, anywhere else, even though he did do a stint with, with Eugene McGee with the Irish team. But I say just that sense of place and, and, and his belief in the people of his own place um, was, was really powerful. That leadership it was certainly um, paramount when it came to Sean and, and, and obvious. I know, David, you're, you're the principal now in St. McCartan's College in Monaghan and, and Sean for many years was, was principal in Skullwara St. Mary's uh, National School. He was my own principal for, for a couple of years as well. Like One of those people, when, you spoke, when he spoke, you listened. Like even Moody, from your perspective, as David was saying there, I mean, he, he was the manager of Monaghan through such a successful period. You were, you were a, a pivotal part of that team as well. You know, came on board I think in '78, wins the Ulster Championship in '79, does it again in in '85 and '88, Division One national title in '85. Like David was talking there about the sports psychology element, diet, nutrition, and, and just being ahead of the curve uh, seemed to be a big thing with Sean as well. It's it's hard to believe that 1979 he was thinking of things like diet and nutrition. Yes, uh, it's amazing now because uh, there's a fortune to be made now in psychology and all in the sports. Uh, arena, but uh, Sean's time is uh, will be very clear and very definite in his leadership role because his presence in the dressing room uh, it inspired you because when he talked, you listened. And like when when we were doing our, our training program, like it was the old way. The system in Monaghan up until nineteen seventy seven was five selectors. When Sean came in, the, the county agreed one man, uh, one vice with a couple of selectors and we had a setback in 78 which was a learning curve for Sean to us as well as the team and uh, 79 that was all rectified by Sean and the, the training programmes were he read up on It's mad and, and, and like you just wanted what, what, what was he like in the dressing room like was it a, a case of man management was it was he a, a kind of a gentle manager or was there there times where he maybe didn't want to cross him Yes, it's like everything else. Uh, managers are there to manage, not to be liked. Sean knew the, the right buttons to push on key players. Uh, when when things were going down, he could always talk to the players at half time individually and as a group, but get, inspire the players to let other players. Uh, the old story is it's not how good you are, it's how good you make the players around you. And in our case, Sean done that nicely. He knew the, the buttons to press on key players and the three times that Sean came back, the three times we noticed her, unfortunately, uh, it, it worked out well for a lot of us. And it's unfortunate we met Munster each time we won Ulster. And we were very unlucky. Uh, he was instilling belief into the players, but some of the players, because it was Kerry, they were waiting for the rebound to Kerry. And it sort of, it, it did come back, but there wasn't enough players believed that could actually beat this great Kerry team. And we almost stepped across the line and, you know, that was the one thing we always talked about after when Sean me when we meet up. It was the fact that those couple of decisions uh changed the fortune of modern football. Not it we performed very well, played very well, but we didn't cross the line and that was all it's a and even lately on the need change we need to we almost got there but we just failed in that final kick. This is eighty five, yeah. This is uh, when when you're taking on Mikko's what the Mikko's great team and brought them to you brought him to a replay, was it? In 85, the replay, and 
we, we had our chances. The one thing we had against Kerry, we won more possession, but they were able to neutralise us in possession ways and convert what they had. They took their chances. We just missed out on it. But like everything else, there's no reruns in a, in a match like that. You get your opportunity, you take it. And Sean was always inspiring players to exert what they have on the field, in the training field, to go out and perform it on the day. And that's one thing that he led from the Scotland club to the Irish team and most of all to, to Monaghan where he was, he, he really lifted the players. Every time he came back in, players responded because in the, in 88, Jerry McCabell and myself were uh, slightly wet, or uh, what do you call, put on a few extra pounds in, in winter. We wintered well, as the old saying goes. <laughs> and uh, I remember we trained on a Sunday morning on uh, New Year's Day and it was a 15-minute run and I think I lasted three minutes, 30-something seconds and Jerry must have read about seven minutes. And come Tuesday night in St. McCartan's, uh, he put the weighing scales in front of the players in the field and he says, right, Nudie and Jerry up in front of us, he says, we're not going to win anything unless you boys are fit. And we responded and Nile Minor, very dedicated, notified everything and uh, the rest is history. We, we produced the day, we produced the performance to win that. And again, up against Cork, we failed. But the one thing that Sean did in that time was we, we qualified for the National League for uh, the playoffs that stage. That's where we generated our funds for the county. Uh, we qualified up to 10 years for the quarterfinals and semifinals of the of the National League, which was phenomenal for the team we had. And uh, we weren't down at the cabin of us. We were Monaghan. And we just... We won a national title, our first national title, and it was absolutely fantastic. And that was that was the you know the cornerstone you could say about Sean McKeg. His legacy is respect and respect all those around you. You perform, you perform on the day. The one thing you have to prepare well, and in doing that, Sean had dealt that in detail to us. And uh, we story in '79, who was looking that wee bit of edge on uh, teams to get into into the playoff to make sure on the day of a match he came out with the glucose suite it was instant mm-hmm. energy into the bloodstream and he gave, never forget he gave this suite to us before the match without boys this is it'll give you that wee bit edge and even though it didn't uh, to some players you felt when you took this it was you know you were doing the right thing to get that edge and that's what Sean was looking that the edge to step across <laughs> the psychology of it I suppose more than anything uh, like David just reading some of the tributes to, uh, to Sean since his passing um, like big big family and uh, I know a staunch family man as well too Sean by all accounts um, reading that he, that he donated a kidney as well to his, to his brother Gabriel back in the early 80s like two brothers of seven in, in a family of ten so I mean that, that's, that kind of speaks volumes of the man as well it does, yeah. And even just as I'm reflecting on, on, on my comments earlier on, it was genuine interest in people. I suppose he got that from his mother, ran, ran a bar and a shop in, in Scotland Village. Uh, her husband was a guard and spent a lot of time away. And so his mother was, you know, say a natural people's person as well. I suppose that's where he, he learned his values. And those values, you know, tr- you know, transcend the whole family. I suppose Ludi mentioned legacy and, you know, Sean is a, a fantastic legacy locally and, and, and around the county and nationally as well. But I think his greatest legacy are his, are his children and his girls mm. um, and the way they have carried themselves over the last number of years through his illness. And I suppose they, you know, I was looking and talking to a few of them last night and it really resonated with you. Uh, I suppose their joie de vivre and their fun and fairness. And those are the two characters that I associate very most with Sean. Um, he was fantastic company, fantastic fun to be around 
and they're the same, and his grandchildren as well. And so his legacy will live on through them, and um, through, you know it'll, it'll impact on, on our club and our community for generations to come through those people. It's mad because then he he had a separate legacy as well. Aside from his incredible coaching career, and as you said, he was part of the international rules setups as well. But uh, first modern man to be GA president from from two thousand to two thousand and three, uh, and a key role in, in a number of different initiatives. Um, I suppose one of the most memorable, uh, David, was was Rule Twenty One. So uh, this course rule banning members of the British security forces from from playing GA, and he overturned that. And it was a you know this is only a couple of years after the Good Friday Agreement, but. You know, I know Sean probably had to deal with a lot of stern opposition to, to even reversing that up in, in Ulster, especially. But he, he got it done, and it, that, that, that's something that uh, strikes me about Sean that that as GA president, he got things done. Yeah, and I suppose I remember at that time that was a particularly, I suppose, emotive issue around suppose, the border counties at that time. Um, and so Sean, as an Ulster man, um, I suppose engaging with with the six counties in, in Northern Ireland was, was a very difficult one for him personally. But again, he believed in fairness. He's a man of his time in terms of context, and he knew that the context and that things were shifting in Northern Ireland and the GA, I suppose, a massive community partner and um, you know the, the major sporting body in the country had a role to play. And I think that he, he you know, on reflection, it was a major move of the GA at the time, and it took huge leadership. Uh, and he showed that leadership at the time and managed to, I suppose, engage with all parties, listen to all parties, and um, through through, I suppose, a democratic process, he led that. And uh, I think uh, on reflection, it was the right move at the time, and there's been massive benefits from that in, in the last 25 years. I suppose one of the one of the uh, the great things, Nudy, was the, the fact that uh, for people who aren't aware, you're you're a Castlebeny Fogs man and look three-time All Star as well. So anytime you were coming up against Scotstown back in back in those days at club level, I guess that was the big rivalry. They were the two big clubs at the time. Um, still are two of the big clubs in Monaghan as well. But you, you know. What was it like to come up against Sean McCaig's Scotstown? Because even at county level then, I suppose it speaks volumes of him, the fact that he was able to bring all those players together, that it's such a rivalry at club level. Yes, uh, yeah, and Johnny, I, there's no question about that. Uh, when Scotstown played Danny at the, in the early stages, uh, the old saying, it was war without bullets. Mm. And uh, it was great because you, you remember you dated the, the county team on the Scotstown team and you had five of the Castlebrini folks team and five of the six backs of the Scotland team were actually the county team. So it, it was there's was, there was no loss, love lost the day of a match. But the one thing Scotland and Blaney had uh, above other teams, they had respect. And when the game was over, it was over. And uh, when Sean was in the background, you, you know, you just knew the Scotland were prepared in detail, as we were. And uh, we had great finals, we had great finals, great memories. And the great thing about the, the comradeship you make up in those battles, uh, they're always stuck with us. The thing about it, Scotland and Casablanca, whatever happened in the field stayed in the field. And um, when Sean McCaig was in the background, the respect we had for one another as a player, he was also a great friend. And when we, our reunion there came back in 2013, 25 years of the Ulster Championship, uh, Sean's health was slightly deteriorating. But the one thing he always... He ignited when when the players, the 79 team, got together, the 85 and 88. It really gave us that wee bit of lift. And uh, Sean carried himself with distinction in everywhere. And when he walked into that room, even when we were in the Western Arms with the, the gathering, uh, he just had that presence about it. And you respected that. Every step that he took, you were walking in the path of a man that had gained respect nationally, Ulster, Ulster area, but more importantly, in his own county and his own club, and everyone respected his decisions. And 
that's where we benefit an awful lot as players. And a lot of being very successful in management, coaching staff and business, and they all can thank um, Porrick Duffy but, uh, and his good friend, Sean McKeague. That's the way they're, they're a great parent. Sean was, uh, Porrick was in the GSE when Sean became president. But they were always part of the family. And that's what made out Sean different than anyone else. And you mentioned in Scotland and Castleblaney were fanatical battles. But uh, to, to, to hold the respect in Ulster, no other team or county run the championship the same day as Castleblaney and Scotland became when we were playing in the semi finals or final. The t- opposition we called Cavan, Armagh, Down, none of them put on championships the same time as Castleblaney and Scotland because a lot of the neutrals went to see that match. Mm. And modern football was very strong. Scotland went on to win three Ulster clubs. Castlebany had two. So we carried the form of the county into our club scene. And that was a a respect to, number one, the county itself, but the leadership that Sean McKagan instilled in teams and players will continue. And it will be talked about in generations to come as David Eilig. Great family. Everything, Bernie and the girls, absolutely fabulous. We're there all the time for Sean uh, through his illness. And very, very good. It's funny we start off talking with legacy, you know, at the start of the show. Like the, the, that conversation just show you the legacy, like, and it's that that imprint even after death. And you imagine the GA or people in Monaghan will be looking. How do we honour this man posthumously mm-hmm. because of the legacy? That do we do we name something after him or whatever? And I'm sure that the, that's already in the in the thoughts of many. Yeah, I'm sure it will. And just to give the final word to to, to yourself, David, I know uh, you there will be stories galore at the at the at the wake and the funeral in the coming coming days as well. And that that uh, removal is Saturday morning half 11 uh, to arrive at St Mary's Chapel in Herbal Shanley uh, in Monaghan for, for 12 noon funeral mass this Saturday uh, and he'll be buried in the in the adjoining cemetery as well um, you're, you're going to get so many stories David and it's lovely to hear Nudie talking there but the you know the, the 25th anniversary of 1988 back in 2013 and uh, to hear people I guess people will be remembering now the last time they spoke to Sean and the, the stories they took from him but I'm sure uh, as your own life goes forward in your career that, that stories and and, and Legacy will be something you'll take with you that from uh, from Sh- from Sean's life. Absolutely, uh, Shane. Like we've learned so many lessons from him. So the, the, the greatest lesson he gave us, I suppose, and you know, we nearly referenced it earlier, is about the great heights that he managed to reach in the GEA and the, I suppose the people that, that he met there. And we, we would see him on a Sunday mingling with state dignitaries, maybe in Croke Park and uh, people in the upper echelons of the GEA. And then on a Sunday evening, he would always return home. And he would treat everyone at home equally with the same respect and the same dignity to treat those people that he met during the day. I think that was that's a fantastic quality to have, that humility. And that's, well, that's where he felt most comfortable. He was a keen huntsman in his, in his earlier days. He wasn't a great footballer. He, he sort of a, a back injury sort of curtailed that. But he was a great person and a great man. And Nudie said that you know, the players that played under him, he changed a, a huge amount of lives. And I can say that personally as well. The influence he had in my life um, is, is hugely significant. And, and the single biggest influence on me was Sean and you know that's I think I met loads of different people yesterday the same story to say actually I, I met a Bally Bay man yesterday I thought he made a lovely reference he said he was our heffo that he led a generation of people that have a, a self-belief around who they were and what they could be and I think that's that's ultimately his legacy for Mona and people that it gives them a pep on their step and an inch in their in, in their height and they can they can be proud of who they are and, and Sean played a massive role in that that's a great way to put it. Our Heffo, Monahan's Heffo. Uh, lads, David, uh, Nudie, thanks a million for joining us. I know it's not easy uh, so soon after, after Sean's death, but really appreciate you both taking the time to, to chat to us this morning. 
Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, so David McKeg there, the Scots Town manager, um, former Monaghan selector himself, and uh, of course he's the, the nephew of Sean McKeg. And we had Nudie Hughes there, three-time All-Star Monaghan legend. Uh, so very sad news yesterday, of course, paying tribute to Sean McKeg. The qualifier system, of course, <coughs> yeah. introduced under under his tenureship as well as GA president so a Which, lot of things um, have done Galway the first team to win under to the, benefit from the back it, door yeah, of course. I think just reading he he felt that um, pragmatically there was a need for finance to come into the organisation and into yeah. Court Park at that time and um, I have to say I I remember like as I remember him at, um, at the time but reading this morning and reading over the last um, couple of days what a man like what yeah. a legacy and I almost feel like I, I was in his presence just by reading people's tributes to him and somebody that was totally special you can you can tell that like yeah. in, that what he what he did with that Monaghan team alone was was staggering, really. It was amazing. He mm. set the bar, and, and like I even remember when he was he was principal only for a couple of years for myself in primary school, and I had Paul Duffy as a principal then in secondary school for a couple of years as well. But you know, with Sean, I suppose it was one of those things you just didn't you didn't mess around with him. Mm. But uh, but a, a lovely man as well, and loved loved the GA with all his heart, and and, and Scotstown GA particularly. But uh, yeah, sad day for for Monaghan GA. OTB AM. With Gillette, in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mo.